aspire as an, a strategy for fat loss or for a strategy for competitors coming out of a show or getting into shape for a show, it's just not possible. Welcome to Level Up. I'm Sherelle. And I'm Danny. And this is the podcast where we talk about health, fitness, and mindset. What's your sort of thoughts on, you know, intuitive eating versus tracking calories and getting people to sort of do both? Yeah, so I don't, I think intuitive, a lot of people would think that intuitive eating is a type of diet that you can use for effective weight loss. And it's really not the case at all. I use intuitive eating uh, for people that have really struggled with disordered eating or eating disorders, um, or for the people that have kind of just gotten to a place, they've gone through many phases of life with different types of diets. Um, they've tried tracking, they've tried X, they've tried Y and nothing really kind of gelled with them. And they just kind of gravitate back to this place where they're like, I just don't feel like I, I want to, or I have a need to be so rigid or keep track of things. And that's fine. But I think if we look at this from the perspective of a competitor, I don't think that intuitive eating is something that we can expect to do um, probably within the, the first six months post-show, if I'm being perfectly frank. And that is because of the hormonal changes um, that take place when we are in that kind of a deficit and the amount of time that it can take for those to fully recover. I think once we're into that recovery phase where you're back to, as I mentioned before, the normal kind of calorie intake and you feel like you have enough flexibility to eat the foods that you want, then I think stepping away from, you know, tracking macros, flexible dieting, um, and focusing more about learning to relearn uh, intuitive, sorry, that uh, learning to listen to our hunger cues and, you know, when are we actually hungry, not eating on the clock or necessarily eating to, oh, I've got 35 grams of carbs left. Yeah. I'm not hungry, but I'm going to eat it because yeah. this says I've got 35 so grams true. of carbs yeah. left. So, yeah. so just kind of getting back in touch with the body's normal way of doing things. Like we have these hormones for a reason. Mm. So I, I like to use it in people's off season. I might encourage them to use, you know, track, tracking their protein, but then intuitively you choose what you think you need for protein, uh, for carbohydrates and fats because if you're trying to diet, your hormones are going to intervene very quickly yeah. and they're going to tell you to eat. So there goes intuitive eating because you'll just eat and then you wouldn't actually get lean enough for show. Mm, so yeah, exactly right. Mm. That's yeah. six months yeah. as well. You know, I think people uh, underestimate like the recovery process when you go through mm -hmm. a diet and it doesn't even have to be like a comp prep. It could be like any sort of extreme diet that anyone goes through coming out the back of it. It does take like a significant uh, amount of time to restore those, those hormonal levels and not mm -hmm. even just physiologically, but psychologically as well. You know, some of the mm -hmm. habits that people don't talk about licking plates and like doing these <laughs> sorts of things that no one talks about. It's serious, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I, it, it, it's funny, even though, so leptin is one of the appetite regulating hormones that de decreases significantly during a prep. Um, some of the other ones are our thyroid stimulating hormone, our TSH, TH3, testosterone for women often goes down as well. Um, and what we've actually seen in a few of the studies actually that kind of look at contest prep competitors, um, drug free in that post recovery is that even after six months, and body fat levels have returned to normal or to baseline, some of these hormones 
still have not fully recovered to their baseline starting levels. Mm. So it's not normal at that. It's still not uncommon, I should say, for people to be experiencing like hunger or some of the, as you've mentioned, those abnormal thoughts about food, feelings about food, because they're not actually recovered, even if the calories are back and their body fat's back. Mm. So it just goes to show the extent and what dieting can do and it's why I'm so adamant about it with clients you know if we're going to do this fat loss phase let's do it let's not stuff around and waste more time on restrictive calories than we need because this is what happens to the body like you it's a serious thing you shouldn't be messing with this Mm. yeah I find post comp a lot harder Mm. than the actual diet because the dieting you've just focused you've you've, you're calculating everything and then kind of at the back of it it's your hormones are still recovering as you said and it can even take yeah up to six months and then you know you start to become social again and your friends are there come on you haven't been out with us in a while and and all of that I just find that period so much harder Mm. and there's a fine line between giving yourself the extra calories but then like you don't want to push it too far so how would you guide someone in a in a healthy reverse diet then while incorporating the things that they still love to eat and to do yeah look that's a really great question and it's there's probably going to be a component of individualism in there because everyone's a little bit different and they have different values um what i mean by that is some people they don't care you know after their show they don't mind if they put four or five pounds on two and a half three kilos in just a couple of days because they just want to start feeling normal again. Like they were so traumatized from their contest press that they're like, you know what, just give me the calories. I want to be able to eat, eat a normal amount of food again. I don't care about the recovery process and how much body fat I put on. Mm. Um, On the contrary, you'll have other people that are absolutely adamant that they want to hold on to all of their um, stage gains or how lean they are. And it's a really tough transition for them back out. But I think just kind of setting them up ahead of time to know that that's not something that you are going to be able to hang on to long term it's not a realistic goal but in that case like you could do a slow transition so a really conservative approach Mm -hmm. Um, but that means it's going to feel kind of like a diet for another you know 16 weeks or more if we're taking really small increases so that they have time to adapt to their new body Um, But that also can just draw out the inevitable. Um, I think a lot of people kind of just need to get through that initial sticking phase so that they're back to feeling good, their strengths return, performance in the gym is good, motivation's back, they're sleeping better, sex drive's back. Like there's so many negative things that can come out of um, the contest prep that you kind of just need to get to the point where you're back to normal. And that might mean a more aggressive approach. So It's so, like, you really have to kind of talk to the individual first to find out. 